Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to talk with you about naming your characters. So I get this question asked over and over about the names of my characters, and so I wanted to share just some of the things that I do. Trust me, this is not the end-all list. (laughs) I know that there's authors out there that are saying, oh, but I do this and I do that. Well, I'm just going to give you a few of mine that maybe can get you jump-started when you are about to walk into NaNo and new characters and side characters are coming your way and you are going to want to give them the most fabulous name ever. So the first thing is that I personally love to use my family names so I will have like Lou is my mom's middle name I will have Will that's part of my dad's name I will have Sam and Solomon's name show up my aunt Dot Dorothy she will show up in a couple of books Presley Whitley Patience Rachel Chance Bella I will keep naming all of these people that you might recognize if you've read any of my novels and you'll say wait that's Jen's family (laughs) yeah they're named after my family so I also look at popular names so for Robinson County I do observe that Tyler is a popular name so when I needed a Lumbee Indian name too, Locklear of course, Locklear. Um, I couldn't use Lowry, um, but I looked at Locklear, Oxendine because of a family name with Oxendine. And I'm using names too that are often found in our community. So I, I hear Tyler a lot. So when it was time for Tyler Locklear, there we go. Now Noble Chavis, Chavis is a, um, a Lumbee name, but Noble, that one came because my books had just hit Barnes and Noble. (laughs) I know guys, so weird, but then Noble was perfect for him. It was like it fit his personality too, but I actually named it after Barnes and Noble, so. Um, I also named my characters based on their personalities. So, Harlan is not original, okay? So, when I had to name Harlan, he did not actually get a name. He just got the the type of falcon he was, right? I'm not even going there with 
given him some really creative name. Nope. He's basic. And I also looked at Hamilton from Alexander Hamilton, Benjamin Beaver, of course, Benjamin Franklin, Samuel Adams Squirrely, and John Adams Squirrely are cousins in the book. Revere is my snake. I've got um, Hamilton. And I'm, I already told you Hamilton. I have um, Hancock from John Hancock. I have Mary Adams. Um, trying to think of a lot. Oh, the Swamp Fox, Francis Marion. So I'm actually Francis Fox. I'm actually naming them from historical figures and um, loosely basing that time period from the American Revolution. And so the historically it worked. You also can use names like, okay, so Renato. Why did I name him that? Because he means born again. And it means he's had a second chance at life. So his was a perfect name. I actually look up name meanings. All of that does matter to me. So when I was finding Victoria, come on, Victoria's like, Victoria had to be named that. Now, my Aunt Dot, I always love the name Victoria. It is in our family tree. My mom wanted me to name my daughter Mac if I ever had a daughter. And guys, Mac is Mackenzie in uh, A Magical Christmas Wedding. And so that's where that came from. But Jordan, he just showed up Jordan. Like, he was just hey Jordan how you doing it's like I'm typing and okay there's Jordan but now his last name comes from my best friend from high school I did the same thing with Kiki one of my other best friends from high school I used her name as uh, the teacher and you'll see because she actually is a teacher I used another one of my best friends from high school Kane her last name is Kane I used that one for Jay Kane's name and Sunday killer Heather, I asked my Aunt Dot to name what would the main character's name be. So she named her Heather because, of course, Moody is also a family name. So I wanted my aunt to have that uh, honor of being able to name a character. So I do it in all sorts of ways like that. I look up name meanings. I think about their personalities. I think about, okay, more doom. More doom is dark. He is the dark fae. He's evil. So I needed his name to have something with doom in it. Um, Patience is actually my niece's name. But if you look at Patience, her character traits, she actually does, I feel, very well as far as her patience goes of being, you know, inquisitive, just going with the flow walking through the forest and, and letting things come as they may um, without being very impetuous. So I did find that her character traits actually fit her name. And Charlie is just a fun name. So like my fox, Charlie, I just love it. Now, have I ever given Charlie a formal name like Charles, blah, 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 blah. Well, I mean, sure, that could be cool. Like, the, I haven't done that. Um, it's just Charlie. 
Now, Barry was named after my best friend's last name, so I used her last name for that character, for the beaver in the Fave Averly. Um, so I'll use combinations of first names, last names, um, people that I've known in my past, common names, names that are easy. Now, patience is not easy to spell, okay? So um, it is not spelled the way it would sound. So I did have to, to just give up that one because that's my, um, my niece's name spelling. However, my nephew, when I let him choose, you know, Rod, that one was super easy, and I was like, great. That's easy to sound out, especially for goal school um, vocabulary. I didn't give them, like, um, a super-duper long name in there. Um, Zoe's the zombie. Jack is the green wand. Jack green wand is the um, wizard. Vlad Valcone. Sarah Howell. And so I did use some of their traditional type kind of zombie kind of name associations things like that mrs harry mr harry of course they're all hair <laughs> i love those characters um so you know i also think of sinister like mr sinister or i think of you know things about their names you can look up synonyms um if you're writing books like that that are like children's books um my friend the other day she drew mr creepy on our live stream virtual paint party tish bouvier she's another author friend of mine and um ever since then i've been thinking about that mr creepy character who's not really that creepy at all he looked actually nice and how well like that would go for a name for a kid book um, I told her, too, it was like, I'm ready for the series of Mr. Creepy, who's not so creepy. <sighs> Excuse me. Mm. So, for fantasy names, I have used a fantasy name generator. And I sat with my son with this one, and we went through multiple names because I needed the names for elves in the book. And we, you know, we were choosing elves and dwarfs, and we were looking at all the different types of names that would come up with just this random generator. Um, my son also looked at origins, so he found a Nordic word and said, okay, this means trees, so that's what you should call your trees in your book in the forest, um, just to give it just that kind of um, background. So if people looked it up, maybe they would find that. Um, that's pretty cool too. I think that characters oftentimes can just show up and just have a name to them. And that is just who they were meant to be. Like Jamie Locklear, Jamie was meant to be Jamie in um, My Boyfriend's Back. He could have been nothing else. And when Jamie showed up, I was just like, oh, there's Jamie, and it's not James or, or anything, his name's Jamie, and Graceland, of course, is named after Elvis's mansion, so each title of the book is a song, it's, it's Elvis' title, and the mother in the book, she loved Elvis, like my mom loved Elvis, so I had to keep Graceland in there, so Graceland Johnson is, um, 
my sweetheart protagonist in My Boyfriend's Bag. And I just love it because she is full of grace too. And it starts off with Amazing Grace, um, which was my son's, you know, his favorite song. So the one that I used to sing to him as he was a child. And that one um, hits the book. So Grace and Graceland and, and Amazing Grace and all that. It all works for her. So another thing that you can do is just be an observer. Like when you're driving and when you're checking things out, look at street signs, look at how people name things, especially in communities. I love what's the coffee shop named and what is the ice cream store named and what did they decide to name the pizza shop. And when you're starting to build your communities, if you're talking about setting names, like play off of a lot of that that you observe and see in nature and do a lot of Google searches, um, play around with it, the style of it. How does it sound when you say it? You know, make a list of like top names within that community that you're building so that way they're not sounding too close because let's say you have um, New Hope Diner, right? Well, then you don't want to go later and start building something else in the community that they got to go down to go shopping. And it's, I don't know, New Hodge Road. You don't want that because you've got the news right there. You, you need to change it up. So also when you're naming, this happened with us when we were reading last night. So we're reading the Lord of the Rings and Sam was like, okay, we got this EO name and that EO name and that's just so close and it was um, just from like a page difference and he was like mom it just sounds too similar and you don't want to confuse your reader like you don't you want them to be able to have distinct names sometimes like I will sit like of course now he absolutely loves the way the dwarves were named in the Hobbit but when you can they're rhyming but when you look at um books and you've got like sister brother um relationships people that are in families and they all have the same letter b in their first name i mean there are families that do that i've got family members that everybody starts with a j um, they do that so it's not uncommon to do it just make it to where it's distinct enough that when your um your readers are you know able to distinguish between your character names do not make them where they're like super, super hard to spell. I will say that. Because if you try to come up with some unique spelling, more than likely you may be messing it up later on in the book yourself. <laughs> I mean, come on, we can be honest. That stuff can happen. Um, let me think. Let me think. Also, oh, okay. So if you're writing, like for example for me, when I was writing Bridges, I was writing the Light Bearer series, and I have Seth, but I had to look up, you know, Seath, so that meant to see. Um, I had to look up ways of um, integrating some supernatural things in there, so their names actually mean something. The, that book is about how your name really does kind of tell a lot about your personality and who you could become, whether you could become the light or the dark um, in this fantasy world that I had built. But I also was looking up Scottish names. And so I needed to find a list 
of Scottish names, popular Scottish names. And when I saw Colin on the list, I was like, okay, that's my dude. I gotta have my Colin McKenzie. And so that was an easy for me because as soon as I saw his name, I don't know anybody named Colin, but as soon as I saw it, it fit my character. So I had Seth and I had Colin. Um, and I feel like they just sounded right. Like, I would picture Jasmine, my main character, actually, you know, trying to, you know, go between their names and saying them. Now, Jasmine is from also my niece, and Vlad is also my nephew. So, um, those are unique names, but um, they're there too. I would, I will tell you that, um, like names that are from places of, you know, popular time periods. If you look, guys, y'all know how many Jennifers probably were born in the 70s? <laughs> like time period names. So if you're writing a book, you can also look that direction. Um, actually start looking up popular names in the 1950s. That's what I was doing when I was making um, a magical Christmas wedding because she goes back in time to the 1955 um, period. So I did look at that and I wanted kind of names that kind of sounded um, traditional for that book when she went back. I will say that Jennifer, just the story behind my name is hilarious. My mom lord she loves her some soap operas back in the day y'all she was a soap opera person now my mama loved young and restless that was her favorite to the point where she wanted to name me to name mckenzie from a character from young and restless that's what she wanted me to name my daughter um my niece named my nephew chancellor after mrs chancellor um because my mama's favorite character was miss chancellor then you've got, uh, maybe that's where Victoria came from. Who knows? Maybe it was just internal in me to, to go ahead and name Victoria Hartwell from, from Victoria, from Victor Newman's daughter. Speaking of Victor and then Victoria, you can also play on family names like that within your own book and your own family trees within your book. So there's another idea. Ha ha. Thinking of soap operas. Um, but my mom in the 70s, she watched Search for Tomorrow and Morgan Fairchild was the actress who played the role of Jennifer. And so my mom loved that character. I have not watched a Search for Tomorrow and I've not watched any clips of that. So I do not know what her personality was in that show. Hilarious, right? But I was named after a soap opera. <sighs> so, I don't know if that explains some things. But, um, Jennifer was a, just a very popular name in the 70s. Trust me, I've met tons of them around my age. <laughs> um, so, what is the meaning behind your name? That's my next question. Where did your name come from? Now, I often would do this exercise with my students. Um, but then I decided, no, let's not do that. That's not necessarily um, the best thing to do because... For students who are adopted, they may not, they may have came with their adopted name and they may not know what their origin of their name was from. And then that might make them feel as if um, they're being left out of that assignment. So I stopped actually doing that and we just talked about name meanings. 
and just going and looking up baby name generators and all of that just to show them maybe how authors can do that but i did not have them go back and and try to do the oral storytelling of, of what's in your name um and what's the the story behind your name so i kind of shortened it up a little bit and just tried to talk with them through about the you know the author choosing those names in the book so even like Hunger Games, did y'all know about all the names of flowers in there? I mean, you might have. And that Luke actually meant um, like Dark Father. Um, I got that off of a Reedsy blog. I was like, wow, that's the coolest mess. Like I know authors are doing all of that really cool behind the scenes stuff. Um, and you could probably look up your favorite books and see why the authors named certain characters in a certain way. Even today, Kay Camillo wrote on her um, Facebook that a child emailed her and said, what was one of her character's middle names? That was one of the questions. She's like, you know what? I put that in my book. I have to think about that. I don't know yet, but it will come to me, I'm sure. Something like that. I'm paraphrasing, Kate. Um, but I'm thinking, yep, you know, people want to know, like, where did your character names come from? And that's where I always do this um, introduction to my characters. I think that that's important. Whether people have watched the one about sweet potato or not, I've done a whole video with slides, with picture images to introduce the world to my characters. I place that on my website, but I also have it on my YouTube channel. So if teachers or anyone gets the, the book and they, or any readers get the book and they want to kind of see the inspirations behind the characters and what I think about the characters, then they have that opportunity to go and listen to that video. Um, but, you know, knowing what my story is behind my name and then knowing about name meanings and the power of a name in the Bible all of that just really resonates with me so i am very i will say intentional about the majority of my names that i use in my books however i am very open for when a jamie locklear shows up or i just got my first book put on barnes and noble and i named my next character noble <laughs> i'm good with that i'm really good with that um and it makes me happy and I know what the name comes from but um, I hope that maybe this has kind of helped you think of some directions that you can go to especially like you probably already have your main character there with you that's you know drinking tea with you right now but you may have side characters in the future and you might go gosh what's a great name for this side character think of things that are punchy names that's what i love like i mean me personally i had to name Miss sunshine miss sunshine and then ray the ray of light of the sun and then i had to do joe joe strong army man army strong joe i, I just love that name joe so much um it is one of my favorite names so you may see joe in the future um and no i don't call him joseph either um is joe joe patterson that's sweet potatoes um i mean um Miss Sunshine's husband. About said sweet potato's husband. Great day in the morning. That's um Miss Sunshine Patterson's husband is Joe. So, um, with all of that being said, you know, names can make it, y'all. People will remember. Make them to where they're memorable, where they matter, um, where they're they're easy, <laughs> where they fit the you know your readers. 
where they also fit the time period, there is a lot to consider. But then if someone does show up and, you know, they do have a name like Star. Like, I remember that Daniel Steele book forever. And that was the name of the book. That was the name of the, of the main character. And, you know, that was what she was going to be. A singer. She was a star. Y'all remember that book? I mean, Heaven series from V.C. Andrews. I mean, seriously, there was a while I was like, if I have a little girl, I might name her Heaven. Um, I absolutely love that series. I'll never forget the names. Um, there are names like that, like Christopher in Flowers in the Attic. Like, there are names that you will remember from books forever. And, of course, you want your characters to stand out like that, too. So, consider that. Keep playing around with your names, the first and the last names. Make sure they're punchy, that they sound right, that they flow. And then you can also ask, you know, some of your trusted beta readers, especially if you're not sure. Like, if you've named someone Norwood and you go, well, that sounds like a Norwood to me, but let me see. And if, if it just doesn't fit and you keep, it keeps nagging at you and you have no clue what you were supposed to name that character, but you just named him Norwood, then, you know, maybe a beta reader could give you some suggestions too, or a family member could give you some suggestions. But I say go with your instincts and really follow what your heart is telling you about your character names. And, and it can change. You can go back and you can hit replace. So let's say you've named them Norwood. And you go, no, I, I really don't. I don't want that name. I think I want to name him Elway instead. Well, you just go right there. And you hit find replace. And every time Norwood is said, it's going to say Elway. And then you can go in when you're doing your edits. And you can make sure none of your Norwood stood out. Make a note. Um, in your journal when you're doing that so that way you you don't miss it somehow but um that's just a um, a wrap up about character names and i hope that has been helpful for you guys and i am home hooray and i will talk with you guys later all right bye Now that you found me on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast, I challenge you to head over to where books are sold and find me there. I've published 11 books so far, and I write clean books for all ages. Horror, paranormal, sweet romance, fantasy, historical fiction, you name it, I've got your genre. Search Jen Lowry at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Kobo, and more. And for my Bible devotionals, you'll see my full name, Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry on Amazon. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.